It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candice Gish. For all of you that are just tuning in for the very first time, a huge welcome. The Divas That Care is now in its 12th season, and we are listened to in over 30 countries around the world. So we are always so excited to be welcome brand new listeners to our program. So welcome. One of the things I always love to share with all of our listeners is that the Divas That Care has a variety of amazing hosts and guests, and I want you to go and check them out if you've got a chance at divasthatcare.com and, you know, really be inspired and empowered by all these amazing women. You know, we record all of our programs and make the world a better place. So, you know what, I definitely encourage each and every one of you to go and check out those amazing individuals that have been on our podcast. All right, today I'm really excited. This has been a show that has taken a while for us to get to, to be able to do. And I'm really excited because I think it was meant to be for today. So my amazing guest today is Martha Silcott, and she is absolutely fantastic. You guys are going to love her. You're going to love what she is bringing to the world. And she's really making a difference in so many individuals' lives that, you know, we really did have to come onto our program. We really did have to share her amazing story because I think it's really going to help so many people that you and I both know. So Martha, welcome to the Divas I Care. I am so beyond excited that we are finally able to do this. I know. I'm so excited as well. It's taken a few, it's taken a few goes, but we got here eventually. So it's meant to be today. Absolutely. Like you said. <laughs> I love it. So Martha, you know, one of the things I love asking our amazing guests is to tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, you know, who you are. Sure. So I'm Martha Silcott. I live in Hackney in London in England and um, I'm married to a fantastic guy and have two two boys who I guess are now adults because one is 18 and one is 22 so one's just finished university uh, about a week ago and one has one more A-level exam to do and then he's free of his school education as well so it's pretty exciting time in this household and I love football uh, or soccer as as you guys say over the pond um i'm a season ticket holder at the arsenal football club which is walking distance of my house so um that is my kind of passion that i indulge in when i'm not working which isn't that often but i love it <laughs> i love that that's amazing and congratulations i think that's i love hearing stories about that and about your children you know i always yeah. tell all of our listeners you know being the mother of four daughters it's it's always been a challenge and and but it's been so rewarding to be able to see the growth of these amazing my amazing young girls have done and you know to hear that about your sons is just fantastic so thank you so much for sharing that you're welcome you're welcome so martha you have an amazing company and i'm going to say amazing because the very first time that you and I were introduced and I was learning about what you're doing, I was blown away because I'm like, really? I'm like, why didn't somebody <laughs> think of this before? Um, so I want you to tell our listeners today, if you could, a little bit about the background before we kind of dive into exactly yeah. what it is you're doing, because I think they're going to be absolutely uh, enthralled like I am. Well, so it, it all started actually many years ago and it, it 
it, from this moment that I'm about to tell you about, it did take a number of years for me to do anything about it. But my, my business is called Fab Little Bag, and it's not a handbag. It's actually a sustainably sourced disposal bag for tampons, pads, and condoms. And it all came about through a personal experience. And like most things, um, sometimes things need to go very wrong in order for there to be a kind of aha moment for you to then bring something into the world that fixes that. So that's that's effectively what happened. I was having dinner at a friend's house. Um, it's kind of like a dinner party situation. And I was on my period and I had to go and change my tampon. I was a tampon user and I had to go and change it. So I went to their downstairs toilet and I'm a binner and we'll come back to binning in a minute but I'm a binner so as all the binners listening will know you do the loo roll wrap you take you get your product and you wrap it in lots of toilet roll and you put it in the bin so that's what I did but there was no bin so I had this kind of 10 second panic attack of like oh my god what am I gonna do I really don't want to trust the London plumbing and also knowing that that pollutes the, the rivers and the oceans, I didn't want to flush. And so I ended up wrapping it in a bit more toilet paper and then doing the sleeve smuggle back to the table and then did the handbag smuggle because my handbag was on my chair. And this was a kind of covert operation, which made me feel actually very uncomfortable for the remainder of the evening, because I was sat there thinking, well, thank God wine was flowing, frankly, because, you know, then I was, I didn't feel so <laughs> self-conscious that everyone was staring at every movement I was doing. But, you know, I sat there just thinking, oh my God, what is going on in my handbag? Like, can someone smell that? Is it all over my keys? Like, is it leaking? It was just like horrible. So at the end of that, the next day, I kind of woke up feeling pretty angry that I'd been put in that situation. And I kind of stormed into Boots, which is the big chemist here, and I went to the what they have very recently renamed the period product aisle instead of femcare or sanitary or something like that which I think is a great change anyway I went to that aisle and I had a look and all I could see was just product I couldn't see anything to deal with the product once you had used it and that led me to research this whole issue and that's when I discovered that actually the world of women is largely divided into two you're either a flusher or you're a binner and both coexist but actually what I learned through the research I did is that whilst whilst flushes and binners coexist they don't really know that each other exists because such is the taboo around periods and yes. particularly period disposal that it's never discussed you can share all kinds of intimate details with your friends uh, in various circumstances but actually that the the how do you dispose of, of, of your tampon or your pad doesn't really come up and so this was really fascinating to me and and I kind of the more I looked into it the more I just kind of discovered extra things like with the flushes flushes are then either what we call gobsmacked flushes or they're guilty flushes so they either most of them are gobsmacked so most of them really do not know and I'm sure there's a few, a few of your listeners somewhere going 
oh, that's me. Um, they genuinely don't know that it's a bad idea to flush. One, it could block the toilet and raw sewage comes into your bathroom, which is obviously not desirable. But if that doesn't happen, it's going into the sewer system and the sewer system is actually designed for bodily fluids. It's not designed for items that actually absorb and grow with water, which is what tampons and, and pads are designed to do. So, Martha, so I have yeah. a question for you. So why do people flush? You know, like, yeah, when we had first talked about this. I'm like, well, no, bro. there's signs all over the place. People don't flush anymore. Yeah, I know, but they do. Um, but the they thing do, is, so why do they do? Why do they do it is a really great question. And the answer is that it's complicated. So some people flush because um, that's simply what they were told when they were 10, 11, 12, when, however old they were when they started their period, their mom or their sister or their best friend or whoever it was that had that converse, the conversation with them said oh you you just flush these down the toilet it's fine so and then you never have that conversation again so some people flush because that's what they genuinely genuinely believe is the right thing to do other people flush because even though they might know that's not a good idea because it ends up polluting the rivers and the oceans they want to flush because the thought of binning and wrapping up a blood-soaked tampon or pad in loads of toilet roll and hoping that there's a bin or maybe there is no bin or maybe the bin's disgusting or maybe it's your mother-in-law's bin and it's all nice and clean and white lace frilly thing around it and you just think oh my god I don't want to put that in there so there's lots of reasons why people exactly. don't want to bin from being hy hygienic or what they envisage as hygienic or just uncomfortable and awkward given the situation. You know what, and that makes a lot of sense because you, you do get uncomfortable when you're going to other people's homes. And so I love this because I have been able to go through your website and I've seen everything that you're doing and I'm like, wow. And I, I said, it's like, why didn't somebody come up with this before? Mm. So let's talk a little bit about exactly what you have uh, designed. So Fab Little Bag is, is patented, so it, it's very unique as a bag. There are disposal bags out on the market um, at the moment. One of them um, is made of paper, which I genuinely can't comprehend. It must have been designed by a man, because if you think about what you want to put a blood-soaked item in, kind of thin white paper is not really the first thing you think is a good idea. Um, no. So that's that's one option. The, the other option are basically dog poo bags that are remarketed as period disposal bags. So they are like the cheapest, nastiest, baddest for the planet type plastic um, that just you just tie up the end. So you need two hands to kind of prepare it, put them in and then you tie up the, the, the um, bag at the top and you can still see what's inside and it's not sealed. So I thought, well, these are the options, toilet roll, dog poo bags, paper bags. None of them are actually fit for purpose. So I kind of sat there and thought, okay, so I've got a blood soaked tampon or pad. What do I, what does it need to look like to really deal with this properly? So you open the bag with these finger loops on each side so that you can open the bag with one hand 
which is really helpful if you're holding a tampon especially and works brilliantly if you're rolling up your pad to put it in as well. And then it's completely opaque, so you can't see what's inside at all. And then very importantly, it seals closed, completely closed at the top. So if you're in a situation, which all binners have been in at some point, where you're trying to bin your tampon but or your pad, but there is no bin, the bin's disgusting, it's too awkward, whatever the situation is, and you have to do the handbag smuggle as I did, then you can do the handbag smuggle with ease, with discretion and with hygiene because the fab little bag is completely sealed closed. And it doesn't, If I can't show it to you because we're obviously audio, not visual, but it doesn't scream periods either. It's all kind of white and green and black and neutral kind of colors like that. And very Amazing. importantly, it, it's made from sugarcane waste and recycled materials. So no new product or no, no product is perfect for the environment. And Fab Little Bag is also not a perfect product for the environment because anything that you create has to then be got rid of and everything has an, a footprint. But I've done so much research into compostables, biodegradables, sustainability, and all my research took me in the direction of focusing on what the bag is made from rather than compostability or biodegradability because frankly I can't control each country's laws as to what happens to that kind of waste it's either incinerated therefore compostability and biodegradability is irrelevant or it goes to landfill where frankly nothing is biodegrading or composting over any short period of time because it's anaerobic conditions so being being you know, having biodegradable disposal period bags or compostable ones is com is completely and utterly pointless because none of that will be happening in reality. So I decided to focus on what it's made from and to do that in the most um, environmentally conscious way. That's so that's brilliant. what we've done. And the glue is vegan as well, so that we don't offend anybody who doesn't want to mm -hmm. deal with animals. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love this. This is absolutely fantastic. And our listeners are going to really appreciate that because you're right. It's the footprint. You know, we, we, it's not a conversation that is, is talked about a lot, but what you're doing is revolutionizing so many different aspects of how people are thinking and making that conversation available. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, the mission of Fab Little Bag is, is simple. It's twofold. On the one hand, it's to protect the rivers and the oceans, the aquatic system from pollution, which is directly caused by flushing things down the toilet that aren't meant to be. Um, for example, sanitary waste is the fifth largest polluter of single-use plastic in the ocean, according to a study that wow. was done five years ago. And the other aspect, the other mission is actually all emotional. It's about empowering women and girls to feel confident, relaxed and hygienic when they are disposing of their tampons and pads, wherever they find themselves. If it's at their boyfriend's house, if it's halfway up a mountain walking, if it's down the ski slope, if it's, you know, somewhere where the bin is just disgusting, it doesn't matter. They know wherever they are, whatever the circumstances, they're in control. They can, uh, 
you know, conveniently and easily I love that. do what they need to do. It doesn't matter about their lifestyle. Everybody. Yeah, can it doesn't. It and doesn't. One of the things that you and I had chatted about before our, our conversation today is that mm. it's not just for periods. Well, no, I mean, I invented it for periods. I totally did. <laughs> but um, what I love is when we get so many like customers telling us what they all the different things that they've discovered that they use it for. So we we know that there's lots of um, older women um, who use it when they have stress incontinence. So they wear a, a, an incontinence pad, but it's it's like a kind of period pad in many ways. It's the same kind of size and, and thickness. So it fits perfectly into fab little bags. And we get we get lots of emails from you know older people who are saying, well, I don't have periods anymore, but I love them for these because, you know, I've, it's always bothered me having to, because, you know, that urine smells, right? So if, if you're trying to carry that around with you because there is no bin or the, the, the bin isn't working, then that's a problem just like it is if it's blood soaked. So it's all about empowering women, whatever your age, whatever you're using it for. And we also know they're used for condoms a lot. <laughs> Well, you know what, whatever you can use them for, it's, it's a perfect thing. Yeah, no, I even have some mums who, who write in and say, well, I bought them for my periods, but I, I have some in the car because, you know, I have small kids and they've always got snotty tissues or apple cores or whatever. And it's a perfect bin in the car because it seals closed. So, you know, yep. uh, there's lots of different things you can use them for, but they were invented for periods. I love that. <laughs> You know what? It's perfect. Multi-use. But you also yeah. have another size, though, and I want to talk about that quickly. Yeah. So um, I was contacted a few years ago by a woman who said, you know, look, your fab little bags have changed my life. I, I use them for um, I have to self catheterize three or four times a day and I use them to dispose of that but they are a bit small and I could really do with something a bit bigger. So we got talking and she educated me on this whole world of self-catheterization for some people, but then ostomy bags um, that people have to use post um, operations to do with bowel cancer, to do with IBS, to do with all kinds of medical conditions that end up where people have a stoma and they have to then have an ostomy bag or an ileostomy bag. And, and this was a world that I'm ashamed to say I didn't really know much about. So I kind of got educated on that. And, and I was really horrified that they are not given any, they cannot dispose of any dignity because they're just given either nothing and left to their own devices, or they're given basically like a black bin liner um, to, to kind of dispose of this bag, which is way bigger than is needed. So I was like, this is not okay. So obviously fab little bag is way too small. So then I, I've come up with hygiene bag, which is a multi-purpose disposal bag also made um, from sugarcane and recycled materials. And it is much bigger and it perfectly accommodates all <clears throat> types of um, incontinence pads, the really much, much bigger ones and babies nappies and ostomy bags. So it's really for kind that. of personal medical things, plus ostomy, plus nappies, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wanted people that are already managing a difficult situation 
to at least be able to dispose with ease and dignity in a hygienic way. So that's what hygiene bag is for. Girl, you are amazing. And I just, I'm just smiling because I'm like, holy cow, look what you were doing and have you on our program. I'm just beyond grateful. Well, that's very kind of you to say. I mean, it's, it's really about breaking down taboos as well. I mean, this is really a very, what wraps itself around the products, if you like. Um, it's about breaking down the, t- get people talking, you know, everyone who's listening today, go into your friendship groups, ask the question, are you a flusher or a binner? And, you know, having that conversations, just having that conversation helps to break down taboos. And that I think is, you know, we all want to live in a world where we can have those relaxed conversations and yes. nobody feels shame. Nobody feels stigma. Nobody feels anything negative to do with bodily things that are natural and, you know, part of who we are and are not going to change. So that, that is a big part of it. And um, actually I, you said something there that just made me think, I know Fab Little Bag and, and Hygiene Bag are both innovation, like inventions, innovation, something completely new. But, you know, if you've got listeners out there who are thinking about being entrepreneurial and doing something, then do not think for a second that you have to totally invent something new to do that. Just looking around you and and seeing what doesn't work and what needs to be tweaked or changed to make it much better. That's also completely innovative. So just wanted to say it doesn't have to be something from scratch. (laughs) It's perfect. You know, and there's always improvements. We can always do something to improve something Mm. else, which I really love. Martha, this has been such an amazing conversation. And I really, one of the things I want to say is that I hope you do come back on the Divas at Care because I think there's so many more conversations that you and I can have in order to um, work around this taboo, this stigma, and really support Mm. individuals out there that, you know, really need that. Yeah, I mean, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Just to get to a place where, you know, the next generation doesn't have to deal with all the the stigma around these issues that perhaps we did in our life. That would be amazing. Yes, it would. And I think that's what we're doing. You know, our parents did that for us and now we're doing it Mm -hmm. for the next generation. So that is amazing. Um, Martha, last question I have for you today is, do you have any last minute things that you'd love to share with our listeners? Well, you mentioned that quite a few of them are kind of doing innovative, you know, kind of innovative entrepreneurial things. Um, I I would just share a few kind of top tips on, on the basis of if you're starting, if you're looking to start a new business, definitely do lots of research, but not necessarily with your friends, uh, because your friends love you and they will always say nice things. And actually what you need to understand is reality and what Joe Bloggs would would really think and do in you know when engaging with your business so I would I would say do lots of research but not necessarily people you know to get honesty Um, you are going to need the skin of two rhinos because it's very tough out there and you'll get lots of rejection and lots of no's along the way Mm -hmm. so you've got to have unbelievable belief Um, and I would say definitely surround yourself with positive people that you can vibe off that positive energy because it's a it's a crazy roller coaster journey and very hard at times. So you do need people around you that can help to pick you up when when things don't go as planned. Those are perfect tips because 
I've had to do the same thing. So <laughs> thank you so much, Martha, for being my amazing guest today. Um, we are going to be a pleasure all of your social media on our shows because we really want people to go and check out your amazing website. Uh, so I'll make sure that I do that. And actually, you should do a quick plug. What is your website for all of our listeners? Sure, that's lovely. Uh, the website is www.fablittlebag.com. And I would love to hear from any of your listeners. You can contact me directly um, through the website with any particular questions, and I will always get back to you. Excellent. And just to let everybody know that you can purchase this. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. So that I think that's really important. You are a global business and you yeah. really are supporting the individuals out there. Thank you so much, Martha, for being my amazing guest. As I said, we're going to have you back on the program again. I think there's a few more things that I'd love to chat with you. Thank you so much. It's genuinely been a real pleasure to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. And to all of our amazing listeners, make sure you check out Martha's amazing website. I will be posting that on all of our social media, on our website, um, and actually everywhere else that you can check out Divas That Care. So I hope that each and every one of you has a fantastic day. And please, please do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.